0: Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions. Gay to Erica woke discussions, Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them, lie. They and do it every
1: Sunday.
0: Every Sunday. Now we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that to State to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the fire, baby, spark to joke. And we gon' bring you that dough. Don't so talk with Erica, man. Talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. And we gon' bring you that door. And we gon' bring you that door. And we gon' bring you
1: that door.
2: New episodes every Monday. Dope Discussions with Erica and Gator. What's up, Dope Discussion listeners? Welcome back to another episode of Dope Discussions with your girl, Erica. Got my boy Gator over there on the ones and twos. Say what's up, Gator?
0: Chicka, 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 chicka. What's going on, everybody? It's me, Gator the baby. How y'all doing out there in podcast world tonight? <laughs>
2: That's my DJ. Go, right, DJ. Right, right. That's my DJ. Right.
0: I need to start putting my cash up up there like Mandy fresh enough will be doing. <laughs> you know.
2: All right, listeners, I got some, I got some special guests for y'all tonight. I'm so excited. We are going to have a real dope discussion. Um, we're going to kick it off. I have my girl Shamika. I'm gonna hey. let her introduce herself. Tell the people who you are, Shamika. My name's Shamika. Hey. Right. <laughs>
0: Oh Lord, I started to clap. Yay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um and um, so my name is Shamika and I am representing the DMB also known as DC Maryland and Virginia. I'm the only one that does not have a country southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm broken up about it. <laughs> she
4: hates. <hey.
3: laughs> That's
2: fire.
4: That's fire.
2: That's fire. <laughs> well, tell the people about your background, Shamika. What you do? Okay, so um,
3: I am I'm a I'm actually I just became a content and book publisher as well as a book mentor. So I launched my business in October of 2019. All it is right. called the Write Her Connection. Um, I am a freelance writer, so I do produce content for different um blogs i have actually two coming up as as a contributing author on black girl um blackgirlmade.com and grown a woman
4: dot com baby <laughs> you can say the word <laughs> I, I can't say the word <laughs> But oh, you, can do
0: it. Um, you can do
3: it? No. <laughs> fill in the blank. But um I'm gonna be a contributing author on those two sites. So I'm excited about that because I get to um I get to take and place um my faith-based um blogs into a very secular culture. So I'm excited that I'm even asked to be a contributor with the type of writer that I am because I write strictly nonfiction and I write from a faith-based place. So it's very, very cool to be um to be accepted on a, a platform like that um to share you know with different women my perspective and how I overcame certain situations I am also a single mother to seven the real number 7 children Yeah that's a real number it's a real <laughs> number like yeah this belly been big seven whole times
4: <laughs> um,
3: I have one son and I have six daughters um, yes. my, I have two kids that would have been graduating this year. They're still graduating, but they won't, you know, I guess quarantine kind of the COVID-19 kind of, you know, took away all their senior activities. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. I got two up and coming college mm-hmm. kids. And, um, and then it's just going to be me and the five little the uh, Alvin and the Chipmunk crew. Well, yeah, um, wow. So, yeah, that's pretty much all that I do. I am self-employed, so I am in the healthcare field, so I'm an essential employee during this time, so I'm still required to go to work. Um,
4: thank Definitely. You
3: you thank <laughs> you
0: for what you do. Definitely.
3: Yeah. I'm a travel paramedic, so um, while I pursue entrepreneurship, that pays the bills, and um and it's, it's quite interesting, um, you know, just being at the, on the front line and taking care of people. You just, you know, you hear so many, now you hear so many different stories and I've actually been on the side where people are not too nice, but now I guess because of this pandemic, people's attitudes have really changed toward my job title and me as a person. I've been yeah. getting a lot more respect. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. You know, spending <laughs> right. a lot more courtesy. So um.
2: Because you're doing no, what a lot of people would not do right. right now.
3: Yep, and I'm just glad to be here. So I look forward to the conversation.
2: Well, thank I'm you for doing
3: it. So I guess everybody will be able to recognize my voice.
0: You know what? You know what? Again, no shots fired, but it's okay. It's okay. But I love I, that. We're gonna have to get your son on this show because I've got to know how it is to have to deal with seven women.
3: In
4: one (laughs) (laughs) household, and you know what he'
3: going to? He' going he' going to do like this because he most of the time got
2: earphones. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listeners, on to our next guest. Uh, We have from Orlando, Florida. We got Stitch in the house. What's up, 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 Stitch? I appreciate
5: you guys
2: having me. we're so glad to, to have you here. I think you're gonna be a valuable addition to this um to this conversation from what we already spoke about privately. I'm just ready to hear y'all's uh y'all's commentary and y'all opinions on the subject. So Stitch, tell the people about you and what you do and um, well, I, I am stuff. Brooklyn,
5: born and raised, but apparently being in Florida for 10 years got with my accent. Let me just start off with that I, I am um, Mr. Brutally Honest. I am the main host for my own show, which is um, called Brutally Honest. I'm in the studio right now. We talk about relationships. We talk about inspiration. We talk about life, parenthood, um, everything that lifestyle. That's basically what we talk about. I'm a published poet, I'm an artist, I'm a musician, I'm an inspirational speaker, motivational speaker, um, I'm a counselor, life coach. I could be the best friend you ever had, but the best title and the most important title that I have is being a good father to my kids. Oh, I love that, I love I that.
2: too. Now,
5: show. Anybody <laughs> else that wants to know more about us, y'all can could, could hit me up on Stitches underscore NBC. I'm ready for the show though, let's get it popping man. <laughs> yeah,
2: cause at the end of this at the end of this conversation i'm gonna I'm gonna have all their contact information and then I'm going to also attach links to the podcast episode so you can contact Miss Shamika and you can get in contact with Stitch and you can follow his podcast and everything that they're doing because these are some awesome people out here and I appreciate their time here with us today on dope discussions so we got y'all. Y'all, I to, like I tell y'all every week, buckle in, get ready. This here discussion, this is something that I would probably say 90% of the population have had some kind of dealings with, either on, either on the receiving end or the giving end. Um, we're going to be talking about infidelity in relationships, dealing with the aftermath of that. Um, dealing with the consequences of it, um, picking up the pieces after that has happened. So um, for our first topic, we're going to be talking about if you have a gut feeling that your mate is cheating on you, do you feel like that's enough to go off for you to want to go ahead and end the relationship? Or do you need to take it a step further and get some positive proof of that? You know, because a lot of people will say after they've been through that so many times, once you feel like it's happening, that's enough to let you know that it's happening. But I've been in situations where I just needed that proof. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about is it worth is it worse for your mate to come to you and admit that they cheated or would your ego kick in? Would you rather them just lie to you? You know, because sometimes people can get you caught up in their own ego because they feel like, well, at least I told you, so you should forgive me, you know? So that can it's a, it's a double-edged sword. I mean, and with your ego, do you feel like, you know, why wouldn't you just lie to me about it? So you want to tell me about it, so that just means you won't throw it up in my face. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... When your mate cheats on you, how does that affect your self-esteem after the fact? You know, do you feel like this could happen to you again? Do you feel like, you know, it make you gunshot with getting in relationships again because you're afraid that might happen? Is it something wrong with me? Why they cheated on me? We're going to also talk about is there ever a time where you can take responsibility for your mate cheating on you? Can you ever think of a scenario where you could be like, I can understand why they cheated on me because, you know, I dropped the ball in some areas. And then our final topic we're going to be talking about, under what circumstances could you consider staying with someone who cheated on you? So those are some sticky, itchy kind of deep topics, but we want to dive into them. On Dope Discussions, we're not afraid to talk about anything. So we want to get it popping. So Shamika, we're going to kick it off with you. And we want to know, you know, if you're in a situation where you got that gut feeling, like, I know he cheating. I just know it because everything feel different. Everything don't, you know, it's not right. Do you just go off of that feeling, or do you, you know, you be you become a private eye and you get that evidence?
3: I right, so I do get a gut feeling, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you one night. Me and my homegirls, we went to a we were going out. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get into the city, it's like one main street. Everybody is either on U Street or you on H Street. Mm-hmm. So we walking down. You park your car wherever you can park your car, and then you walk to wherever you gonna go. You know have a good time at so i parked my car and me and my girls are walking it's like five of us we walking and my girlfriend was like that looked like Such a man's sweet. car and i'm like girl it does <laughs> you know because we, we had been talking to my girlfriend but i'm like girl he ain't come home Why she come in here and tell me some lie?" You know, talking about he was at his mama's house. He spent all this time at his mother's house, but the mama complaining that she barely see him, but whatever. Um, so we walking down the street and sure enough, it's it's his car. Well, you know, I had the spare key. So me and so I moved the car. So we went. No matter of fact, it was parked outside of this lounge. Mm -hmm. So we went in the lounge, right? It just so happened, we knew the guy that was doing the door. So we was like, well, I don't want to come in. We just want to see if somebody's in there. And he was like, he said, as long as you don't go in there and start nothing, I'll let you peep your head in. So I was like, all right, cool. So now I got to go in here and act like I'm civil, right? All right, cool. (laughs) So so I went in and I was like, and he booed up. Booed up like he don't have no home. And the girl wasn't even cute. But that's not enough. (laughs) (laughs) so I said okay cool so I leave out mind you I'm hot right I'm ready to knock tables over and take this man and hold him by the neck and grab the up grab the girl even though I don't know you want to hurt both people but I was like no I know what I'm gonna do so I go back out so me and my friend we moved the car so we moved the car because we still going to the lounge so we moved the car, parked it in another lot, paid for the parking.
1: Mm-hmm. I
3: ain't even paid for parking for my car, but I paid to park this car. <laughs> <laughs> so we go, me and my friends, we go to the, we go, we go into our, we go to our spot, we have a good time. And so my girlfriend was like, "How you gonna move both cars?" I said. We about to move <laughs> both cars. <laughs> 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 you want to drive my car and I'm going <laughs> like to so drive both the cars to
4: my
3: house. And this is how, look, look at all this work. We're talking about a gut feeling. We drive both cars to the house. So now I got to take her back home and drive back to my house, right?
2: Yeah.
3: So we do all of this. I park the so week. You know how we need them in the complex. You have your parking. You got the visitor parking, but the visitor parking is always like somewhere in the cut. It's never like right next to the house. Yeah, I parked that car around there at the visitor's parking. So he comes home like the next day. I don't even know how he got there. He's like,
4: yo,
2: babe,
3: I was at my man's house playing a game.
2: (laughs) So you think his car got stolen?
3: And I'm thinking that they towed my car. But I called the tow truck company. The tow truck company, like, nah, they don't have a car. So I'm thinking, somebody stole the car. The insurance still good on the car? I'm like, no, I don't think so. You probably going to have to take the L on that. <laughs> I'm looking at him, and he's full-fledged, got a whole lot on, got a little bit of tire. You know, I don't even know why he had, like, a tire stain on his shirt, because he don't have no car, so what, what's the tire stain about, but whatever. Wow. So I'm looking, and I'm just like, he telling me a whole story. He was like, yeah, we was playing the game, we was deep in it too. I'm, we playing Call of Duty. My man's and them was on the other end. We talking back and forth. Wow. And I'm looking like, he got
2: deep in his life. You,
3: are you wasn't at the H Street line with the girl in the corner <laughs> with the Hennessy coat <laughs> at when table number one, two, three, four. I counted the tables over. I'm like
2: that way. <laughs> <laughs> See, you ain't do it right. You're supposed to walk up on them and put your finger on them.
3: But the da- the man told me if I did that, I was going to get put out. <laughs> so, no, I, I ain't going to hit him. I just want to touch him. I just want to touch him. Girl, you would have read about me all the way in Louisiana. Man. But, oh, you girl, I remember that story.
2: So, you, so what you're saying is you need proof. I
3: need the proof. I had the proof. And you know, the sad part about it is, is that after all that, I mean, he didn't really go anywhere.
2: Because you ain't, no, he ain't go nowhere. You didn't go nowhere. Okay. <laughs> That's the, <fair>, say <laughs> right. You ain't go nowhere.
0: Right. You didn't go nowhere.
2: He, <laughs> he got, he,
3: he got his thing made. He ain't got he, to go nowhere. Hey, he was a, a whole winner in this situation. Oh, yeah.
2: Winner winner chicken dinner,
3: and I think I got to the call like the next day. I was holding out.
0: <laughs> Did you have How to take the extra time parking?
3: No, I had a visitor parking space. Oh, you had
2: to okay, okay.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. I put it in the visitor parking space.
2: All right, that so we wanna thing. we wanna hear what Stitch got to say about this
5: here. This all right. So what so you the think, question Kenan? at hand is, if you have a gut feeling that your mate is cheating, is that enough for you to leave or do you get evidence? That's the question at hand. So the question says gut feeling. Now we would all agree that a gut feeling is intuition, correct? Okay. Yeah. We would also agree that women listen more to the intuition than men, correct? Mm, I'd so deal with, I, I have, never say y'all have more I, intuition I, I, than men. I never say y'all have more. I'm just have, saying y'all listen to your intuition more than men do. The reason why that,
2: I think I was stronger, but we ignore it a
5: lot. I think men tend to ignore it more yeah, because yeah. we're more egotistical and we're more machista than women are. Now, Nika did say right. something as far as what made it worse was she's ugly. So now the question I want to ask you females, and I know the fact that it's <laughs> two females and two guys on the show. I wanted to ask you guys, the, the ladies, is it worse when the person that they're cheating on you with is actually uglier? That's just the question I wanted to ask you it guys. But to answer the actual question at hand, I feel like you should never assume, and most times your own insecurities creating or reality inside your mind that that that's the only place that even exists, and who really cares about evidence once you really believe something, whether it's there or where it's not, you're gonna believe it no matter what the, they're doing or what no matter what they're doing you're most of the times most of us we do follow our gut feeling our intuition, especially when we built this wall up because we've been hurt and wounded in our past
4: right right yeah.
0: yeah.
5: Man, well, I'm, back not,
4: off of what you, I'm trying yeah, to
0: I'm trying to therapeutic said though is you know I, I love when women be like, you know, hey look, she was she wasn't even cute, she was ugly. Right. A lot of times you have to understand men don't cheat because a woman looks better. Men cheat to fill that hole that's sitting there. So if they feel like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't get the conversation from my girl that I get from this ugly chick and they're going to gravitate to this ugly chick, you know? And then there are some men who just like, Hey, I can, this girl does all the freaky stuff that my girl don't do at home. So they'll be more open to cheating with the ugly chick, you know, even though she might look terrible. I can't bring right. her out of public. That's he he in public.
4: That's,
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Right. That's probably why he was sitting in a booth tucked away.
4: <laughs> no yeah, he, talk, like he,
2: was,
3: uh, he was out in the open. As soon as you walk in, he was right there. Boom.
2: Wow. Yeah.
3: It was dark though. Yeah, but right.
2: To, to <laughs> add to that, I've been in the situation where when when I was with my ex-husband, the woman that he cheated on me with, I was like, look at her and look at me. Like right. you about to lose your whole family for that? Okay bet, you can have her. She can have you. But um, as far as the gut feeling, every time that I've ignored that gut feeling, I paid for it in the end. Every time
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: something tugged at me and told me this ain't right, it always came to pass that it was true. So at, so at this point in my life now, when I feel that I go with that because it's never led me wrong before. Whereas in the past, you know, I would always second guess it because of what I wanted. I wanted um I wanted the relationship so bad. I wanted the man in my life so bad that things that were telling me it was wrong, I would push those to the side because this is what I want right now. I don't care if um, it might not be so good for me. This is what I want. Just like when we eat things that we know we should not eat. I want the gratification of it right now. I'll deal with losing weight later.
4: Mm-hmm. So
2: at this point in my life, I'm not willing to deal with the consequences later. So, you know, when I get that gut feeling about somebody, I'm a backup off of them.
5: Yeah, but you said want. Don't you think that want is actually a word for an escape, especially if it's you're, what you're talking about as far as filling that void? Mm-hmm. So it's really a want yeah. or a need because like I, you said, you are aware that it's probably not even good for me right now it's like a drug it's like you know what this is for the moment like you know what
4: right
5: okay i feel great right now and we feel good because that's that's us pleasing our bodies right but then toward the end of the day the end of the night end of the week whatever the situation is how does our soul feel and i'm using the word soul as far as how do we who we truly are feel towards the end of it yes this grateful yeah. is the moment like we're humans. We love to act out of emotion. Anger, is, it, it fills us up so good in the moment. Cursing somebody out, revengeful, you know, things like that. And then when we lay down at night, we can't even sleep because we're like, I can't believe I, I allowed myself to, or allowed them to break myself out of character.
2: So, our next topic, y'all, is it worse if your mate just comes out and admits that they've cheated on you? Or would you rather them kind of like, oh, I forgot, G. No, you you did speak about yours. He talked
3: about about the ugliness and they and and them being a comfort.
4: Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Would,
2: Would you rather your mate come to you and say, look, I messed up? I cheated on you or would you rather them lie about it? Like, is it an ego thing when they tell you how y'all feel about that? Shamika, how you feel about that?
3: So, first of all, I wish that that had happened to me.
2: You wish he had told
3: you. I wish that some, I, the only time that I found out about Nate's cheating on me, cause it's been several um, and I'm not even gonna say several. It's been it's been you know more than one. Mm-hmm. Is because I found out because you know one they deal like they were dealing with super emotionally attached women. So sometimes the woman would call me. So you know they sleeping mm-hmm. over there at night, and I get this phone call one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, talking about do I know? You know what I mean? And I'm oh. thinking in the morning, you thinking the worst, this got to be the hospital or, you know what I'm saying, the police department. No, there's some girl on the phone telling me how she's about to send me a picture
4: wow. because
3: like later. Yeah, girl, I don't know how I'm not in jail. I'm serious. I don't know how I'm not, how I'm not facing like life without parole because some of the stuff that I've, you know, actually had to deal with has been, it's been cruel you know, very insensitive, but no, the only, I've never had a mate come to me and say like, th- you know what I mean? Things were not going good between me and you at this point. So I did X, Y, Z, you know, I've never had, I, I have no idea what that feels like. Wow. I do know that it's given the opportunity. I think that it would have been mentally healthier for me if a man would have come to me and he would have said, I'm just not happy. You're just not it. I just don't want to do this. Because then that gives me the opportunity to not intentionally self inflict. Right. Um, and I can say, you know what? I know he's doing these things. So if I stay, it's because of my own, you know what I mean? This is my self infliction. But if I go, I walk away because this is a decision that I've made to no longer be a part of this toxic relationship.
2: I like that. I like that.
5: What about you, Stitch? My response to that, um, Erica Warren, you had mentioned the notion before we even started the show as far as infidelity starts in the bedroom. And I actually agree with that notion just because infidelity actually starts once you make the choice in your own mind. It, it led to the bedroom, but it didn't start in the bedroom. It didn't even end in the bedroom. And the bedroom was was a stepping stone because it could, could continue going on. Now, worse, worse if your mate just doesn't tell you at all. No, it's always worse not knowing nothing, and no one can ever compete with your own imagination. Sometimes your imagination can be even worse than what the reality is. Whatever the reality is, you know. Yeah. I prefer that you would come to me before you cheat. If it, if it happened, if it happened, you know, we, there's a lot of different variables and factors that happen in life. There's no such thing as black and white. There's always a shade of ingredient. So if you cheated on me, let's say you, you slipped and you fell and you cheated. Yeah, sometimes that does happen. We all agree that alcohol intoxicates us. We all agree that sometimes we're put in a situation where we feel vulnerable. And I can mention all of that. And at the end of the day, there's still no good reason for you to cheat on anybody. In my opinion, I feel like there is no reason, good reason, to cheat on anybody. You can find a reason. We all can yeah. find a right. reason. There's no first thing right. no reason for you to cheat. <laughs> yeah. It's worse not knowing because nothing can compare with your imagination.
2: So have you ever had both situations or either? Have you ever had somebody come to you and tell you they cheated? Or have you ever had, you ever caught somebody
5: and then you know, try to lie about it? Because I never had a, a mate come up to me and tell me that they're cheating on me. Now, as far as my own knowledge and what I've known, only one girl has cheated on me, as far as I know, no? My baby mom, so the person I was with for five years, the the family I thought I was trying to build. So yeah, it it, it crushed me. It it took me about 10 years to get over that. But like, that's what I'm talking from experience. Like it's always worse not knowing, because you see the, the person coming in with Victoria Bags and you come up with this, as she was just out with her girls or whatever. She's coming at me, and you and you and you, you're coming up with reasons and, and excuses for them. <laughs> oh, we messed messing up and right. like that. And but in the back of our mind, it was like we know something ain't right. We know our partner. We know when we have something iffy, something's funny. When we got that intuition, something messing up. Like life is way too short. And at the end of the day, we all have options. Stop being so selfish yep. as to, okay, you want to be with somebody else, but you don't want to be with nobody else either. No. If you yep. feel a certain way that you want to cut to ends, then just let me go. The scar right. can heal. The right. scar will eventually heal, but how the hell is it going to heal if I don't even know there's a scar there in the first place? Right.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, G? I
0: have to take it me. Actually, I feel the same way you know i mean my whole thing with that though there is to play the devil's advocate role there is that that statement ignorance is bliss now i mean you have scenarios where you know you're you're in love with somebody and you know you have a a strong relationship but you do have you know issues with infidelity that may pop up every once in a while or actually it shouldn't pop up every once in a while but let's say for instance you had a weak moment and I know a lot of people don't believe in that but I'm just saying from the point of being you know playing devil's advocate you have a weak moment you end up you know spending a night with somebody and you look at next day and like I shouldn't have did that I really should not have done that I should I you know I was wrong for doing that If you've got a pretty blissful relationship at home, do you actually tell that person, hey, look, I messed up and I hope you forgive me? Or do you just be like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and bury that. Because if you bury it, and this may be very unpopular, but if you bury that, then that person doesn't have to feel that hurt directly from you. But if you have to address it, and say, hey, I did mess up. This is what happened. Then you're just basically opening up a whole other can of worms. You know? And now, now you have an issue in your relationship that you got to deal with face on. You know?
4: Can I, can I say well, something to that? Yeah.
3: Go
2: ahead.
3: I, I think that is, I want to call it an oxymoron, but I more want to call it a double edged sword. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, If you're such in a blissful place, there's still that void. You still stepped out. You don't deserve to be in the blissful place anymore
4: because Mm, you
3: betrayed me by being selfish. So you're talking about I've heard this time and time again. She don't do that thing, (laughs) you know. Wait a and minute. So, what was
4: that thing? Hold on. No. That
3: thing oh, that no. I like. We make it be no thing. Fill in the blank with that thing. Right. You that
0: thing. <laughs> no evil, see no evil.
3: <laughs> you know, and, and you know, girl down the street, you know, she knocking you off every Wednesday. Hmm. But if I'm providing for you a good home and you want to come home and we have a family and we treat each other as equal partners in this relationship. No, it's not fair that you go off because, you know, that thing that I don't do, that, by the way, you probably didn't even tell me that you wanted it done. You think I'm supposed to read your mind and I'm supposed to know, you know what I mean? So I'm in here tricking it up in the bedroom <laughs> and I'm, the whole time I'm missing something. Right?
4: And you right.
3: And open up your mouth and tell me, you know what, babe, I kind of like it when, you know, or I want to try. Because right. we are couple, we're partners,
0: right? I also, I'm
3: being right. vulnerable with my body, and I'm allowing you to be, and you know, you you have my body in a bedroom, and it's only me and you. I don't forsake that and step outside those boundaries. by being with somebody else in the same intimate manner that I'm with you, so no, you don't get to keep that secret while I'm living a lie.
0: Yes, I think that's why communication is so important when you're dealing with, you know, your mate, your spouse, you know, your significant other, because like you said, you know, you can if there's something that's missing in the bedroom, you should be able to communicate that to them and say, hey, you know what I really would let's 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 pull up this Pornhub thing that I was watching the other day. You know what? Hey. See that? That would be something I would be thinking about. What would you think about us doing that in the bedroom or something,
2: you know? I want to also add to the scenario that you presented, George, about he made a one-time mistake but the the relationship is good. Should you mess that up because of that one-time mistake or just keep that to yourself? Um, If you're the type of person who really has A heart and a conscience. That guilt. Eventually, that's going to eat you up, and then it's going to bleed over into the relationship where you're going to start acting out in different ways, and your partner's not even understanding what's wrong with you. What's what's why you acting like this? Because you keeping a secret, right? That is killing you inside, but you don't even know how to come to them and tell them about it. So. Keeping it or keeping it a secret or telling them in in either way is going to affect that relationship. I yeah, feel. agreed, definitely. Agree.
3: And it, I don't know if y'all watch the Railhouse Lives of Atlanta, but Portia George, and her George. Beyonce, they had that thing. She said it, therapy, she said a mistake is I took the wrong exit coming off the freeway. Yeah. You don't mistakenly end up in somebody's bedroom with your private parts and their private parts like, that's <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I've,
2: I've never understood it and i've asked many men like how does that happen to where you said oh this just happened like when you took your shirt off, you had a chance to change your mind. I mean, yeah,
3: start with the drive. When you, um, when you drove over there.
2: Yeah, when you unbuckled your pants, you should have said, Oh, no, I can't do this. We see that on TV all the time. They stop in the middle of it. So, why oh, can't y'all do that in, in real life?
0: <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it looks like in movies. But in real life, <laughs> it don't happen that way. But you know what, though? When you say that, it's a progression. It doesn't necessarily mean like if you have a good man or good woman that is, you know, maybe missing a little something at home. And they're like, you know what? I would like that, but I don't know how to express that to my significant other. And then you have somebody who's presenting that from the outside that thing that you are kind of wanting in your relationship. And it may start off as innocent as, you know, talking about it. And, you know, just somebody to lean on. I want to talk to my work husband about the stuff that's going on in my house. I want to talk to my that work
2: wife. No no right. The bigger issue is what I right. said before is I can't tell my mate that. If you right. got a mate that you right. can't tell right. something to, you're in the wrong relationship. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean, I agree topic, with you. I definitely agree with you. I, I've never, like they said, I've never had a personal experience where my mate came to me and admitted that they cheated. I always had to find out. I always had to be a private eye. Um, Girl. I, ga- I gave away my private eye license. I, d- I don't do that no more. <laughs> nah,
0: y'all believe that if y'all want to.
2: <laughs> I oh, if, I, if I do the private investigation it's, it's ahead of time not after the fact <laughs> so,
0: Right, y'all going to be dealing with Inspector Gadget
2: <laughs> <her. laughs> alright right. so listeners we on to our next topic when your mate cheats on you how does that affect your self esteem
3: Who. I think when I got cheated on, I I, I got into the relationship, the longest relationship that I've ever been in. I was um, I was 18, about to turn 19, and I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't. um, My sense of direction wasn't on point because here it is. I'm about to. I just became an adult. I'm about to become a mother. Mm -hmm. You know, so all of the things that I had put into perspective that I wanted, you know, like I was supposed to go to community college for one semester and then go away to college. And that plan completely took a detour because now I can't go away to college because I'm about to bring a baby into this world. And that wasn't an option for me anymore. So now I have to make the best of this situation. And here comes, you know, here comes this man that's like, okay, let's be a family. Let's raise this child. Let's do this. So I'm looking at it like, you know, here's my chance. I can pick the pieces of my life back together because now I have a partner. Right. And right. I think it was after. So I had my son and then 13 months later, I had my daughter. So they're 13 wow. months exactly to the part, to the day apart. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of my daughter, do- I was home on maternity leave. She was about four weeks old. This girl calls me mm. and she says, I don't know if you don't know who I am, but I know exactly who you are. And I was calling to let you know that I'm pregnant and that I'm going to have this baby. And y'all pregnant start- at the same time? I'm, no, I had already had my baby, my second oh. baby. So she's oh. four weeks. My son was one, and then my daughter was four weeks old. Oh. So there's two kids now and she's calling me to tell me that she's pregnant
2: with his third, oh,
3: with, 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 with actually his biologically second, because he came into my life when I was when pregnant had, with my okay. son, but he wasn't his, he's not his biological father, okay. but, um, and, and that, that too opened up a lot of, a, a whole nother level of low self-esteem because he kind of was like, he was like my, my, my fixer you know like my superhero. he he kind of dashed in at a moment right when i needed him right and so she somehow because we had kept it a secret that this that my son was his you know was not his biological child but they got so intimate that she knew this and she says oh and we're gonna have a boy so that Ooh. she and she really just did it to mess with my she head. She was really digging,
2: she was digging in you.
3: She was and and remind you I just had a baby.
2: Mm, so, so I'm you still all myself, over the place.
3: Yeah. So the first thing I did was these two kids not good enough. You know what I mean? Like, this baby wasn't... You know, like, I know I had my son. You said you loved him. You know, you said you you were going to treat him like... And he was treating him like he was his own. And then I go and I bring your first child into this world. She's not good enough. So the first thing I did was I tried to level it out with the kids. These kids not good enough? Like, we got a perfect home. We got a man, a woman, a boy, and a girl. What do you need? You know what I mean? I always been... One to hold my own, like money wise. Like you will never find me in a relationship, and my end of the money come up short. I got a hundred right. different hu- hustles up under my belt. We are gonna always make the rent, and we will always have food. It's right. us for always. So that was never an issue for us, you know, like money and our like finances and stuff like that. That was never like an issue. And when that girl called me and she told me that, I think I sunk into this place where. Hmm. I couldn't remember hmm. what day was what.
2: Hmm. What's up, beautiful people? I hope you're enjoying this episode of Dope Discussions. And if you ever want to join us live and become a part of the show, you can tune in at 6.30 on Sundays. Every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We go live. We film this show live from my Facebook page. And you can follow me on Arthur. Erica Warren, and you can get reminders of when we go live and when we tape the show. You can actually comment and we will make your comments a part of the live show and a part of this broadcast. Also, if you would like to support us in keeping our podcast going, you can make donations to our cash app, which is dollar sign dope discussions. So I just wanted to let you all know that. And I'm going to let you get back to the second half of the show. Did y'all lose her? I'm I'm still here.
5: I don't hear her anymore.
0: No, I saw it coming. I was trying to, I was looking to see if it was about to happen, but yeah, um, it has started about 20 seconds ago and then all of a sudden it just stopped. Yeah.
2: Oh, we'll get her back in. She could fill in the box yeah. on that because that was getting good. <laughs> right. Look, look, you know, I was
0: like, okay, she got one of them barber. This is Sheila calls.
2: Oh, yeah. You oh know, and get... oh,
0: right. yeah. that was a scary, man. Oh, yeah. scary. You know, one phone will... call
2: like that will, like, change your whole yeah. life.
0: Right, 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 right. But you know what? I will say this, though, you know, just to kind of get on topic, I think, and, 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 you know, the, the ladies out there may disagree and I don't know if Stitch gonna back me up on this, but it's just the truth. I think it's worse when a man gets cheated on than when, when a woman gets cheated on because men have a, a secondary sense of pride involved. You know, it's like, Oh wait, you know, because we start thinking about all kind of other stuff. Is the sex better? Is his whatever bigger? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is, You know, we have a whole different thought process when we get cheated on, you know, than women do. When women get cheated on, it's kind of like, okay, you know, men are just dogs. They just do this type of stuff. They go out there and, you know, handle that, whatever. But when men do, when men get cheated on, it's like, I'm not the man I thought I was. You know, we. we start grasping um, the ditch. i don't, I don't want
5: to disagree with george i don't want to agree with george either i want to understand george which is more important right. um yeah. women are more emotional though right more northern, yeah they are I, that's, I would say that's that. their nature you know right. and as far as men we're more egotistical and machista so i definitely see where you're coming from as far as we're more prideful as far as your perception as far as probably men feel it more. It's just the fact that knowing that women are more emotional, kind of, kind of makes me hesitant on fully agreeing with you. Just because, right? I, you know what? I'm gonna keep it really. Hard. <laughs> um, yeah. you going to keep it real, man. Toe, And it's the end of the world.
4: <laughs> you, know? <laughs> know. Know. So, you know,
5: a woman, a woman does a cheating on a man definitely crushes our world ourselves. Now, speaking from a personal from purpose, personal experience, when you get cheated on, what effects does that have on your self-esteem? Um, self-value and self-worth. The difference between those two is the value is actually your perspective towards people's perception of you. That's your self-value. Self-worth is how you actually feel about yourself. Oh, I don't care what everybody thinks. No, no, no. What's my own worth? You know, the difference between self-value self-worth. Both get affected. You're unfit. You feel unfit. Unfit as far as unlovable you're just not lovable and things like that um, you start projecting your own insecurities because you're unlovable because of your lack of self-worth and self-value you start projecting these own insecurities onto others we, we all know what projecting insecurities look like you also start building the wall so high that 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 the biggest bulldozer in the world could not knock it down because you start blaming yourself and that's the worst thing that you could do And I believe, in my opinion, that's the worst after effects from you getting cheated on where you start blaming yourself because of what happened. Exactly.
0: Exactly, Exactly. Exactly, man. Exactly. But I mean, now I will say I don't know if you're going to agree with this, but I will go ahead and throw it out there. So women naturally are more emotional, but you know how it is when a man finds that woman. Where they they're like, you know what? This is the one that I'm gonna give everything, I'm gonna open myself up to. I'm gonna just go ahead just sit there in the field and open up my chest to be like, girl, you got my all. And then that woman I hated. I hated
5: George I hated, her. George. I hated her. And it wasn't just her. It wasn't just her. Yeah. It was woman in general, bro. I hated woman. I, 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 let's be honest here. I I view the woman as just objects. I view them as just sex. That was me looking through my own lens of the pain and and the harm that I'm going through. You know, I hated women. Like, and it took me years. I was in a, a five year relationship. It probably took me three years to get over that person, but it probably took me another seven years to get over the situation you know you get older person but right. the effects of right. how it like you know like i'm over here I'm, I'm just gonna open up like i'm over here starting another family having another kid with somebody else because at the end of the day my plan was to have a family my plan was to have my house my my kids that's how my parents grew up they've been together for 54 years now that was my vision you know i always wanted to be like that and that was what i was trying to build you know as a, a 20 years old. I'm building that. So when I got hit with that, I was like, that didn't stop my vision. I still wanted that. But like I said, like I was talking to um Erica Warren, is that want really just an escape from your reality? As far as that's just a drug, and then you're over here starting a new family with somebody else, having kids with somebody else, because that's just you filling your own void. And now instead of you taking your own personal time to heal from what you went prior. Now you're attaching and putting more baggage and you have to go check it out at the checkout when you're over here taking this plane. You know, there's only two bag limit limit, and you are here with a whole train car. Like, hand the baggage first before you start moving right. forward. It's be honest. We're not even right. judge or right. criticize anybody because we all go through our situations where we have to learn through these lessons. A lot of times we're not mature enough. A lot of times we're immature. We're not mentally capable. We're not physically healthy enough. Like I said, we like the after effects. You don't even love yourself, and you're looking for love. And then after the time passes, you realize, hold up, it, it starts with me. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah,
5: it does. It really does. Yeah. Really does, and a lot and, and men- to piggyback
2: on what y'all was saying about the like when George was naming how it it's worse for men, everything he was naming, I was saying uh ah uh, uh, I feel that same way. Yeah, yeah. the The yeah. difference I see with men and women, we both feel feel it the same. We both feel it just as deeply. It just takes men a longer recover period. I think it does simply yeah. because. Women will go through their little, they'll go through their period and then they will give another man a chance because we've been sold this fairy tale that the one is out there. Maybe that one wasn't the one, but the one is coming. So we always continuously looking for that one. But for men, y'all haven't been sold that fairy tale. I mean, so, you know, once you we're get your heart broken that one big time, it's like all of y'all ain't no good. I don't yeah. care. Like <laughs> like Stitch was saying, he was he had it against all women.
1: Yeah. Now, yeah.
2: Women, as a woman, I've gone through my period. It was not a long period, but I did go through a period where I had something against all men. Eventually, I got over that. And then I started to say, I'm not going to judge the next man because of what this other man did to me. I'm not going to let a man from my past rob me of my future. See, women condense that timeline down a lot shorter than men do because we have this biological clock also that's ticking. It's like, I don't have that much time right, Well, to yeah. Be to be waiting and to be trying to get healed. I need to condense my timelines down and be ready for the next man that's going to come along and sweep me off my feet.
0: Right, right, right. But see, I think with men too, there's a there's a whole, as Stitch was saying earlier, there's a machismo thing going on. There's literally like if, if I get my heart broken and me and Stitch sitting on the corner, the first thing he going to tell me is, bruh, get over it, man. Look, look, look. They got they got all these girls out here. They got, no, nah, nah, nah. All you got to do is jump in. you forget about her. You know what I'm saying? She ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. I like won't get away. Blah, 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 you know? But that's how men handle that. That's how we, you know, usually communicate with each other to lift each other up. Like, oh, yeah, that's true. I ain't got to worry about her. But that also is conducive to what Stitch said earlier where you start being like, you know what? All these women ain't nothing.
2: So let me, me just get what I'm going to get out of
0: them. I got hurt. So not everybody's paying the price for it, you know. With right. women, it's more like, you know, it's, it's another sad love song, but there's a fairy tale, like you said, Erica, uh, at the end of the rainbow where, you know, you're going to find that perfect guy. You know, you'll have your Idris elbow with the nice thick beard come in the door and be like, hey, I got you, you know. But for, right. <laughs>
4: right.
0: But for us, we, you know, say all we got is Megan the Stallion. Oh my God. <laughs> but she got
3: I heard she got some strong knees.
2: <laughs> but hey, all <laughs> wait a minute. Let's not talk about man, her knees. But all man want to do is tell you to bow down to her.
0: Right, right, right. You know, so that all that does is make a man even more like, man, uh-uh, where are my mini rippings at? <laughs>
4: Wait,
5: wait, wait, I I
3: take it, Anita.
5: What that, I what, think what, men uplift stage? men a lot more than women uplift men. As far as the scenario that George yeah. is talking about now, we're talking about the effects of cheating now. um, The guy goes up to his boy and tells him, oh, man, you know, surely just did this. And the guy's telling him, man, you know, there's plenty of fish in the sea. You good, man. You good, blah, 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 blah. But in the same scenario, and I'm glad I have females here because y'all can disagree with me. But it's like a female would get cheated on on a man, and she would go into her homegirl, and the homegirl would be like, Well, you know, niggas ain't shit. Well, you know, they all they do is play games. And it's like, I feel like they're more tend to project their right. own insecurities as far as there ain't no happiness. You shouldn't be treating men. When men talk to other men, it's like, <laughs> You know, there's plenty of fish in the sea, my killer. You good. I don't know. What's the thought that came to my mind? And we right. could talk about it yeah I right feel like you're
3: right so also, we're, uh, we're made up differently right. chemically so like women right. are internists we we internalize we create life inside of us you put life inside of us but the life develops inside of us so we're internally you know we internalize everything so it's like if you spill juice on the floor and didn't clean it up you might look at it like i just spilled some juice on the floor i'm gonna look at it like You don't appreciate the way that I keep this house clean. Like, why would he spill this juice on the floor and walk away from it when I work so hard to keep the house clean? You know what I'm saying? Like, we internal, like the simple things, we might not play out every single scenario, but trust, we internalize everything. And sometimes, what happens is, and this is not a good thing that women do. And as I'm raising women. I'm watching the different stages that my girls are going from and I'm teaching them to break the barrier and talk about what's really bothering them because one of my daughters had a thing where it was the straw that broke the camel's back because she had just had it, but she wasn't voicing that concern. So here we are in a house, a full house, and she's got all this stuff that people are unloading and she's just internalizing it, but it's driving her crazy and she's 10 so the other day she snapped and everybody was like, because that's not, yeah, we was, we was, we was scared. Like what? <laughs> Y'all were <was> scared? <laughs> we were like, wait a minute. Because she doesn't, she, she, her mode of operation is compassion and she's very loyal and she's very loving and she loves to laugh. So if for her, if somebody bothers her, she doesn't want to offend people say that what you did hurt me because it feels like she may lose them and i'm like that's not gonna work for you in life you have to tell people when they when they do something that hurts you because you holding on to 20 things at 10 years old that's like i am 37 years old holding on to five things is a lot you know so that's what we do when we have relationships stitch was saying it earlier get healed before you go into the next thing you know and it doesn't have to be a relationship Get healed if you get fired from a job because of whatever it was that you were doing on that job, and you still have bitterness toward that employer. Be healed before you go to the next employer because that wall is going to be up, and you're not going to be able to produce your best self to this next employer. They're going to be looking at you like you're crazy, and that goes for everything in life. Get healed. Be your be whole. You know, De- deliver yourself from the baggage. Because that does nothing but weighs you down. It costs you relationships, like good friendships. You know, your family gets tired of you. Your job will get tired of you. The world will just be tired of you. And then you'll be in a world where you're consuming all of your emotions on your own. That's not mentally healthy for anybody to have to endure.
2: Right. Yes. Yes, right, I do. Right. Definitely, 100% agree with that. Um I've always taken time. And this was weird with me was like whenever I ended a relationship, I always took a time period in between relationships to work on myself, to heal myself, to learn about what were the mistakes that I made in the last relationships that I don't want to repeat. What was it that I missed in that relationship that I overlooked that I don't want to overlook the next time. And every time I took that time space, it was like, the person that I left a relationship with, they were already in another relationship, like next week, and it was a pattern for them. They were always on to the next. Where I would always like to take a time, you know, time out before I get into another relationship. So I started to see that pattern in the guys that I were choosing was like um, from from leaving their parents' house to going out into the world. They'd never had a period of time where they were just an independent person living mm. on their own, taking care of themselves. They were always in a relation either from your parents' house to a woman's house, living with a woman on to the next woman, on to the next woman. And so that was that be, that developed a red flag um, indicator in me that whenever i do talk to guys and date guys i always make sure i find out like how long have you been single how yep. long have you been living on your own how long have you been running your own household by yourself like did you just recently get out of a relationship where you were living with a woman yeah. all of that stuff right. is like yep. yeah just yeah stuff true. like that And you know what? When we were on the phone the last
3: time, Erica, and we were talking about that, I have like made that a part of my like my demographic. What's your name? (laughs) So (laughs) It's almost like the second or the third question. How long have you been single? Because I need to know that you can, you know, like when you're alone, are you talking to God? Because if you if you can't even make time for God because you're always with a person, that's a red flag for me right there. You know, well, now it is. But before, I wasn't paying attention because I I warped everybody into the the method of, if you were in a relationship previously, I chalked it up to experience. You know, but that was just just mentally immature of me because I'm like, oh, if you done had 10 relationships and you
2: 25 years old, I'm like, oh, he got experience. He know how to treat a woman. (laughs) (laughs) You was... You wasn't checking them resumes. You weren't checking yeah.
3: them uh, the I right. like that the last 10 women want to kill you.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: I guess the question should be how long has it been since you've been in a significant relationship? Because for guys, some guys like me, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I was dating a woman for a month. But, you know, we decided to go ahead and, you know, toss that to the side. You know, we're checking. Right. That don't count. You know, so you can't say how long is your last relationship? How long is your last significant relationship? The last thing I will ever
5: allow is for a female that I'm talking to, to even think we're in a relationship if we're not she is going to know. What the yeah. deal is, Yeah. And if anything yeah. changes, if yeah. any adjustments, if I start liking her more or if I start liking her less, she will be the first to know Facebook will be the last. Right. <laughs>
2: right. right. I right. love it. I love it. Right. I tell women that all the time. I I did I this was maybe last year I posted a question on my page and I asked women um if you're if you're dating a guy, do you just wait and see how it goes or do you have a conversation mm-hmm. um to find out conversation. The next if that
3: first date went oh. good. He is our
2: boyfriend. Oh. <laughs>
3: That's my man. We're gonna one
4: coffee. And I don't care I
5: thank you it's for, for your honesty. To I was okay. <laughs> okay. man. Yo, Shoddy me that our first date went great, I, I, and now I'm her man. I'll be like, "Well, that wasn't the first date. That was a meeting and Hold up, that was a date.
4: That was a pre-interview."
2: That wasn't even a real, real interview. That was you the pre-interview. <laughs> I was so, I was so, um, I was, I was like disappointed to see how many women were saying they would just see how you it goes. It's like <laughs> if you let a man tell you. Like, but if you let a man tell you, like, say for instance, y'all having a conversation and you, if a man can't tell you specifically what they're looking for, as far as the reason why they're dating, if they can't state, I'm looking for someone to, you know, build a connection with, and then eventually have a relationship with, if they can't say that, if they just say, I'm just, I'm just going with the flow. I just want to see how it goes. Um, flow over there. Cause I have, I have a specific agenda for my reason for dating and I need somebody else to have a specific agenda for their reason for dating. So we can see if our agendas match up with each other's, if they don't match up, we're wasting each other's time. So I, it, it just befuddles me that grown people don't know how to sit down and have a conversation because we feel like if we state what we're looking for, it's going to run the other person off. Yes. That's what you're supposed to do. Because once you state what you're looking for, if they don't, if they're not interested in what you're looking for, then you've just eliminated both of y'all wasting. What if you, you do well, not?
4: Want, want really
2: women want picture. I'm sorry, Shamika, you were saying.
3: No, 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 I'm sorry, okay, go thank ahead
5: Thank you for that um, What if you know what you like Or know what you want But you don't know if you're actually ready yet And what I mean by that is like A lot of times we feel like we are over our, our ex We no longer have this protectiveness Over other people um, We no longer have this jealousy within us But sometimes we actually get to meet somebody And we be like, oh my god I Can't believe I really liked them!" Now all of a sudden they post something on Facebook They do something, they say something And all of a sudden we're like, ow what, what was that? Hold up! I, I'm I'm still jealous, so I'm gonna pull that for say, and that's real talk. <laughs> we don't know all the insecurities until we meet somebody we actually really like. We don't. I'm getting to know you, but I'm starting to get to know myself too. <laughs> you feel me? So it's like I understand where you're coming from, Erica. Okay. As far as, well, or oh, if you want to see how things flow, well, them flow over there. But is there a thin line as far as me telling you? this is what I want. I want a relationship. Right now, I don't see that with you. I do see some potential, but we're not there yet, and I want to see how things flow. Is that okay, or are you more like, nah, you already know from that first day. You already know from the jump, it really, if the chemistry is there, yes or no. Exactly.
2: exactly. No, nah, if, they, if they're if they upfront with with like how you've stated it, I can respect that. And then I don't put too much weight into that at the beginning because I know where you're coming from. Right. So if I'm still cool with getting to know you on that level until I see, then yeah, I, I would I would definitely respect that and go go with that. But if my mindset is not there, you know, but I, I'm I, yeah. I like that right. people are upfront with it. Go ahead, G, because you You get you. What she's saying saying is that if you're cute enough, No!
1: No! Don't put the cool in my mouth.
4: your beard is just tight enough. Don't do that. Don't do that. She's going to be good with it. Don't do that. I ain't
2: gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. lie. I've been been physically attracted to guys before, but not mentally attracted.
0: Right. right. But you know what? Stitch makes a good point, though. You know, we expect people to have it all figured out, but there are some times when you meet somebody and it completely scrambles everything that you had, all of the expectations you had, everything else. If you meet the one, the one is supposed to scramble everything. Like, wait a minute. Hey, this is something different. I don't even know how to pursue this. I don't even know how to react to this, especially with guys. Because guys, again, we have this chismo. We have this, oh, we're going to, you know, we're tougher than this. We're tougher than that. Oh yeah, girl, I'm this, this, this. But then we meet that woman who checks all the boxes and then touching something. We don't even know where that something is in here, but they touch it. And we're like, Oh, wait a minute. What, what, what is this? And
2: the, deciding we is be, <laughs> the deciding factor is going to be, how do you communicate that? Do you right. just bottle it up or do you crawl back into your shell and you're like, I don't really like how this woman makes me feel. She makes me feel vulnerable. She makes me feel like I can fall in love with her. So I'm not really safe with her. Do you do that? Or do you actually articulate it to her? But
0: you know what though? When that happens, we're only going to be able to say, duh, duh, duh. We don't know exactly (laughs) what to say. (laughs) I'm I'm going to need you to get the words out, sir. (laughs) Like this is different. I don't even know how it's different, but it's going to take me a little while to figure it out. So in the process of trying to figure this out, will you at least be with me to, you know what I'm saying, at least let me take you out on a date. At least let me do this to get to know you so that I can figure it out myself to, you know, a way to be able to, you know, relay that I'm feeling this certain way. We're not always going to have it all in line, but just, you know.
3: I think that is a good point. And, And from another perspective, like with me, I have seven children. That's something that I can't tuck away. So, mm-hmm. and I'm a single mother. So one of the things that it's like, so no, I'm not just dating with the potential of a husband. You are going to essentially going to have to come with a fatherly instinct. Like it's going right, to, right. you're going to have to be ready and in position to father. You right. understand? Because my children are young. You know, mm-hmm. I have, a, my, my youngest will be one on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're talking about 18 years, you know, of of blending, co-parenting, because you'll co-parent with me alongside with the father, you know, and then there'll be us.
2: So how does that process look for you? Like when you when you're dating, when you're meeting a guy, how long of a process do you take for you and him just to get to know each other before? you introduce that idea of maybe being a father figure.
3: So if I see someone or if someone expresses interest in me, the very, one of the very first conversations we have is I do let them know I'm a single mom to seven children. A lot of the times it's on me. The financial weight is on me. The making sure that things are done school wise, showing up at PTA because I'm very engaged in their lives. So when they have a basketball game, they have band, choir, whatever it is that they have going on, I'm very engaged, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and if I absolutely cannot be there, I develop a system where my mom can be, you know, someone can be there to support them. So I make sure that my children know that I'm their number one fan because that I don't want them searching in the world for. So that's Mm -hmm. something that comes along with that partnership. Um, and I'm gonna be honest, it, it has not been successful. I've told people exactly like, you know what I mean? Like, these are things that come, these are things the, and this is a, this is a, it's a major <coughs> minor, you understand? Mm-hmm. So this is like me having seven kids. It's like, it's like, it's almost like my last name. It's just as significant. It's a part of me and will always be a part of me. I cannot change it, nor do I want to. So when I tell someone that I don't get, sometimes I don't get called back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, which is good for me because then I don't have to prolong potentially planning a future with someone who does who do, who does not have a potential plan for a future with me. Mm-hmm. Then the the second thing that it does is it saves me from a whole lot of crazy because <laughs> now we're not playing games. Right. You know, another thing, you know, a lot of men, and I don't know if it's I ain't gonna say y'all too, but you know a lot of men say, Oh, you got seven kids, so that's gonna be easy. You know, no, so but I'm more. thirty-seven years old, so we stop we stopped playing that
5: game. But I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I would be surprised. You but be I do surprised. completely understand where you're coming from, Shamika. But let me just use this analogy. Um, you like wrong reason? I don't know. It has a lot of reasons, you're probably not gonna like it. Oh, you like the well, reason here? Try it. And you try it. You know what? Let me get another bite. So I understand the, the fact of why you're saying, hey, first of all, I got seven kids. Just be ready for that. I understand where you're coming from. Let them know, the man know ahead of the jump, let him know exactly what he's getting into. But most of the times, it's like seven kids. Oh, hell no, I ain't got time for that. Give them a sample first, girl. And <laughs> maybe they'll like it. We, we save that for the second day. It's right. so lonesome. <laughs> i like
2: that i was gonna say the exact same thing like let them let them yeah, see you first because right, right. this is what i always preach to women you were a woman way before you were a mother mm-hmm. so a right. man wants to date a woman first then you add on the layer of motherhood after right. the fact but let him see yeah. you as a woman first like don't hit him with that at first. Let him see like how he can interact with you. Um, you know how you add to his life, how he adds to yours. You know your connection, your your chemistry first. Maybe like on the 3rd date or something. I, I mean, that's the I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with saying you're a single mother, but don't give him all the details of that. Right. You know what? And I
3: think I think that goes with the wall. Mm-hmm. You know like you're, I think
2: you're- it's- you're building it, it, that wall on part. no no no. no, no, no. So I built the wall. The wall is here. It's, yeah. It's, it's like time, it's time to bring some of the bricks
3: off of it. it, it, Knock it, it a- listen, the wall is has surpassed over my head. Like I don't even look up no more <laughs> because I have really to be honest, and I don't I don't want to say like I want to be married, but I've almost lost hope. Like yeah. I've started to prepare myself, like you know what. Yourself on pause for maybe 10 years because your youngest child will be 10, and most of your children will be out of the house in college, they'll be grown, they'll be doing their own thing. I've like, and I'm I'm not saying it's right, but I have almost instinctively become fearful that I will meet this great guy.
2: What you're actually doing is you're making yourself have the outcome that you're speaking, and Because you're already saying I I, I I don't see happening. And so that's why you do that to guys at the beginning. Cause you're like, he's not already already know you're not gonna stick around. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now. Right, right. I will say this: don't
0: let that wall that you build literally trap you in. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be keeping out something good that's supposed to be coming in and but then you're also keeping yourself confined in this little hole where you know you like you said you know i've already given up hope you know that's your
4: mean, point i'm point. gonna
0: give up hope if you can't see the sun outside <laughs> you know
4: yeah. i mean, I mean like- and you know
3: what and then i'll have like little triggers so like we ain't had no juice in here like you know you got a bunch of kids they ain't got nowhere to go all the mm-hmm. juice is gone. That might that doesn't frustrate me. I expect that, right. but I but my mind did wonder and be like, I wonder if I had like a boyfriend or a husband would that trigger him?
4: <laughs> there <It> wasn't <laughs> no juice, girl. You you're thinking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, one, man that man said. ain't worried about no juice.
0: But, <laughs> but that goes back to what I just said, though. You sometimes you'll build that wall to a point to where you trapped yourself inside that wall. Not right. up with your own thoughts, thinking like, I wonder what this man be, you know, said, triggered by the fact that they ain't got no juice in the house. No, a real man probably gonna be like, okay, well, let me go get some juice. You know, I'll go ahead and throw on my quarantine mask and I'm gonna go ahead and get some juice and bring it back to the house. So we ain't gotta worry about that no more.
3: <laughs> I am not debating you. I believe everything that you right. say. I'm just saying that <laughs> the things that I have emotionally had to, you know, deal oh, with. Yeah. Has mm-hmm. really and some still not overcome some still right. like re, it's still some residual stuff that does not allow me to you know what I mean to um mm-hmm. because if you, you know like like say you come to me and your your picture perfect you got all the right stuff I can make up a story in my head better than anybody that I know so the last thing so now I so now I'm looking you know what I mean <laughs> you know what I mean I'm looking so I'm, I'm pricking Cause I'm like, it's something in there. You know what I mean? That ain't right. And I'm going to find out what it is. Mm-hmm. Cause you not coming to me all put together, these seven children talking about, you want to be about us and you know, you want to build a life. No, it's something in there and I'm going to get to it. And when you <laughs> finish, I'm going to prove everybody right. And I'm going to be like, see, I told you girl, he wasn't all the way right. Like that. See, is the see, form you that you I still, you still I, you need know,
2: some more therapy. Know.
0: So so, uh, <laughs> i to, to be on show. Be to say
2: honest, though, none of us are fully healed, and I don't think no. there's ever such a thing as no. fully healed. You're always going to because I, re- I read this somewhere. Like even from your childhood, things from your childhood will still come back because in those formative years of your life. That's where all of your moral and personality is downloaded into yeah. your, yes. your brain. That's a program. It's like trying to remove a program from a computer. You have to break that thing all the way down, build it all the way back up from scratch.
5: Yeah, you can't to do echo, that with um, the human mind. Yeah. Just to yeah. echo what well, Erica Warren is talking yes. about. There is a book called The Biology of Belief is written by Bruce Lipton. And in this book, he takes the fact that as far as up to on um, the third trimester from the mother's womb all the way up to the child is up to seven years old. They're living through this period of their being programmed. Mm-hmm. What do you mean programmed? Well, program as far as who they're supposed to be, who their personality, what their character is, and who creates this program? Well, siblings, definitely the parents, on um, their influences, their environment, and their outside sources. It's only from seven years old, moving forward, where we start having this self-awareness of ourselves. Oh, right. hold up. They told me I've been shy, I've been shy, but right. I think I'm an extrovert. So we go through another seven years as far as figuring out who we are, right. and we all go through different things. like. A lot of us we have some strict parents and no don't do this and don't do that and it goes against with our own characters like i have two kids i know they're two different worlds completely i know my son he has more of the street smarts i know my daughter she has more of the book smarts it doesn't matter i love them both the same but knowing these things we're able to not just project our own insecurities to our own children which we all agree our parents especially her parents do that a lot, but as far as not so hard on them for what they're not doing. It's like the school system, which is all messed stuff. They have a, a monkey, a lion, a cow, and a giraffe, oh, go climb that tree. And we all trust them with the ability of climbing that tree. No, some people can dig, some people can crawl, some people can jump, some people can climb, but we, we yeah. have to judge one person in a general phase, um, general phase as far as, oh, you can't do this or that, that means you're this way.
2: Right. You know right. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. We have a tendency to do that too. And right. oh like piggyback on that.
4: Do you watch
3: I used to watch it all the time. Uh, exactly. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So, so I, this, this is basically the piggyback on what Stitch was saying. A lot of this stuff is really programming. Because we tend to program ourselves in these scenarios. So yeah, just to kind of piggyback off of what he was saying, and I've I've actually read that book. It's actually a pretty good book. You know, gonna you can, get
3: it. I, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You just, can tend to program yourself and uh, and indirectly program your kids, you know, into you know certain scenarios or whatever. Um, to, to be completely honest, <laughs> you know there, I, there are that.
2: some there are some books like there are some sciences that say that you can. To a degree, reprogram your subconscious. Right, 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 right. It's, right, it's right. very intense, and, and, and you got to stay it <clears throat> for a certain period of time to kind of right. reprogram some of those subconscious beliefs and thoughts that we have because the subconscious brain controls 90% of our actions. We only, yeah. in conscious the conscious mind, 10%. Right, Um. yeah. So a lot of times, that's why they say even um, – affirmations sometimes affirmations don't work right because you're saying it in your conscious mind but it's not being downloaded into your subconscious
0: right right and that's what that's that's actually what i was about to say you know to be completely honest i've had to fight (laughs) those things before because i was i kind of grew up in a household where yeah we you know i kind of grew up in one of those holier than thou type households
4: mm-hmm. you know?
0: but you know i had to learn about you know a lot of this hood stuff a lot of this other stuff you know only outside of everything so i mean i would say it really is about what you're ingesting right now mm-hmm. you know so that's why that's why i asked the question about cheaters and stuff because i know they're good for that you know, if you watch Cheaters every weekend, because they do have a marathon on every Saturday. Don't yeah. ask me how I know
1: about oh, them. I
2: didn't even know they still came on. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, you're going to make me go watch it now, because I didn't know it was <laughs> going to on. I like <laughs> the foolery. <laughs> because yeah. I just don't believe how these people be getting caught.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I think they got a new host on now. Um Another new oh I, I, another. I know the,
2: the other host almost got killed several times. Right, they got a
0: black guy coming on. Uh, one, uh, God, who is it? It's a black guy that's gonna be hosting cheaters. Oh, yeah.
4: okay. uh, yeah. Lord, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I signed well, I I up like the too. We still right. got two more topics to cover, y'all. Next topic is: <laughs> Is there ever a time where you feel like you could take partial responsibility? For your mate cheating on you? Oh yeah. No. Did <laughs> yeah. you see and that, that we, line? I, I posted <laughs> that. I posted that on my page, and the majority of black women was like, no, no, it's on him. It's not my problem. He can't keep it in his pants. It was like, I hear you, sister girl.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, sh- mm-hmm. I- I felt that way a long time. Now, in retrospect, I look back on it and I realized I don't blame myself for him doing the act of cheating. I blame myself because I saw the signs Yeah, that I knew he, he had been a cheater before. I know that he can be a cheater. And I said, I'm going to be that one person. That, that changed, changed him. change him, and he's not gonna. You wow, right? know you were part of <laughs> man. <laughs> man. That Supergirl
3: complex. Listen, I am Olivia Pope. I I will fix it.
4: Oh, so I can change him. That's right. a good one. She up the comedy act for that. It is. <laughs> it's
2: very funny. Right, exactly. It, it is. It's very funny, and now that I look back on it, I think how arrogant of me. Mm -hmm. that was very arrogant
4: of me. Yeah. I I got a story for that, right? I'm going to be that one.
0: Yeah. I got a story for that. So I have an uncle of mine that um, he had a beautiful family. I mean, you know, things were going really, really well, but he's a bit of a workaholic. So (laughs) he was working 12 to 16 hour days. Now my aunt was like, you know, hey, you need to, to be home. We just had a baby. You know, she's three years old. You know, you know she, she misses her dad. I miss her dad. I want you here. This became something that became a reoccurring thing. He steady continued to work. He didn't have to. She had a, a successful job at the bank. You know, he was doing like, um, he was working at the post office at the time. And mm-hmm. he did a whole bunch of stuff. But he's, you know, she stated like, I need you here. I want you here. I miss my husband. I want you here. I miss my husband. I want you here. After three years of this, mm. then all of a sudden, she ended up finding somebody else to fill that void. Yeah. So is it her fault for just going out and cheating? Yes. Or is it his fault? for ignoring every time she and I and I know this for a fact because I was there for a lot of those conversations although I was young at the time I still remember her you know asking, look, what is going on? And he told me later he was like, "You know what? If I would have just paid attention to her. If I would have just paid attention to what she was asking me for, then I would have been still in that position with with that woman cuz I love her dearly, but you know, we 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 can't be together now." You
4: know, I do think it's scenario. his
3: fault. Um, there's no blame. I think that he missed the emotional part. You know, but I don't think that it's his fault that she stepped out and she, you know what I mean? Because three years, on year three, you should have been like, you know what? I'm just not happy. I'm going to file for separation. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it feels like we're already separated. Let's go about this the right way because. She burnt the bridge, you know, because that makes for a difficult situation all the way around. Because even if you cheat, or even if you go your separate ways, and there's a child involved, you still have to co-parent. So mm-hmm. I think that situation more difficult than it ha- than it already is, you know. Right. And they
0: were fine with the co-parenting side of it, you know. That that was something that you know was was good. It's just the fact that you know if you if your mate, we talked about this earlier about, you know, you want to be able to communicate to your mate, hey, this is what I need, this is what I need, this is what I want, you know. But if you're communicating these things and your mate is not responsive to that communication, then Then you
3: respond by separating. You respond. You take the action that's necessary because Mm -hmm. it still doesn't make it right. You still can't say, well, I said it, so now I'm going to do it. Like, you you don't get to do that because he's out make it you know some people I, I, I had um, my friend her grandfather he worked like that come to find out the reason that he worked like that was because he didn't want to retire at 65 he wanted to retire at 55 you have to put the work in you got to put the hustle in you know what I mean to work because you're now taking 10 years off of a retirement you know so that you can live comfortably that sometimes has to be the bigger picture. Now, would I sacrifice three years for 10? Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I would
3: probably match his hustle because at 55, we're going to be vacationing. This baby not going to be three anymore. She'll be 18 and gone on about her business. And it'll be and I will have him for an additional 10 years as opposed to this three years that we are out here grinding. And you got, sometimes we as women, see, I look at stuff like that, you know, like I'll look at stuff like that. Like, what is the bigger picture? Is he out here working? And if he is out here working, well, you know what, let me go ahead and match that. You know what I mean? Because I want to, I want to, I want to live comfortably too. Um, If he's out here playing, that's another thing. But I think that if she was, if it was a physical satisfaction that she was needing, because that's what it was she should have filed for separation and let him know i just i can't do this anymore
0: you know what i don't think it was you know a thing because it was a lot of it did have to do with the fact that you know hey my daughter is literally like you know why can't daddy come to these things with us why can't daddy be around here with us when we're doing these you know when we're going out to play at the park or why we can't and 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 to be honest it was a scenario, like I said, she was a, she was making eighty thousand a year. He was making, you know, somewhere around eighty to a hundred thousand dollars a year. They had a nice house. They were they were great as far as you know financially, you know. But he just was one of those people that I just got to continue working. I just got to keep it going, you know, all this kind of stuff. But it what it really was about was the fact that she kept asking, "Hey, look, if we have to cut this, if we have to cut that." I'm down for that. I want you here. <laughs> you know? Right. So,
3: right. And I'm, I'm not saying know. that her need was not a necessary thing. You know, it was, it's very necessary. I just think mm-hmm. that if you go on getting in this thing and you gonna communicate the way that you could have communicated separating
1: mm-hmm. and, and, communi- yeah. and I mean,
3: you could have communicated separating, like why burn a bridge after three, after three years of waiting and being dissatisfied, why burn the bridge now? Mm-hmm.
2: So right, add right, to add right. to what you were saying, Shamika, about um, the the example you used about the guy who was working to retire early, um, the problem I see with those scenarios is that one partner has a a mental picture, a plan in their head, but they don't bring the other partner into that plan. Yeah, yeah. He probably just yeah. felt like I'm doing this for them. She should just ex- ex- know what I'm doing and and understand what I'm doing. But you have to actually bring the partner in as part of that decision. A lot of yep. times one partner will make a decision for the couple without actually making the other partner feel like they're a part right. of it. So if he would have explained to her what he was doing, this is what I have to sacrifice to get this done. This is what I'm going to need from you in this partnership so we can get this done. Then once we get this done, you're going to have me more. I'm going to, you know, do this, this, this and this for us once we get that done. But a lot of times one partner has that plan and they just drag the other partner along without communicating it. And that's probably what happened with her. She's probably not understanding his vision because he didn't lay it out to her.
0: Right. And to be honest, my uncle didn't have no vision. He just wanted to, you know, keep real. I mean, I'm just being completely real. That's why he talked to me later. He
2: was like, son, don't do don't do what I did. Right, you know, and, and he regretted that's, that's it. He the problem like, I find with women. When you see a lot of people say that women don't know how to submit, that's because men don't know how to com- communicate their vision. Yes. to get her excited and make her want to be a part of it. Right, right, right. Yeah, make her, her a team head, player. Yeah. Like we,
3: supposed be, we are supposed to be a team player. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. sometimes yeah. men ain't
0: got. You know, men should have a vision. Sometimes men ain't got no vision. My uncle, but
2: sometimes you know, he, men have a vision, but they don't know how to communicate it to you.
0: Right, right, right. Look, he, he listened to this podcast probably when we were when we produce it. You know, Uncle Johnny, look, I sorry to talk to you about your business, but <laughs> just saying yeah, he'll tell you, he'll be the first one to tell you, I ain't had no vision. I was just trying to, you know, say give me a nice new car and try to, you know, you know, do all that kind of stuff. But sometimes that's least important what's more important is the person that you talked about spending the rest of your life with, you know, what's more important is about your kids, you know, being able to spend time with you and being able to grow up with you. If you don't have to sit there and bust your butt, then, you know, Hey, don't do it. You know, because at the end of the day, like he, like he sat down with me and was like, man, I regret that I ain't had them years with my with my daughter, you know, those things he regrets later down the line, you know? So, <laughs> Is
5: there you know, ever a time? It's a it's blame? What that's that's what we're talking about now? Is there I, ever I, I, a time I, I, where we could where I could take responsibility for my partner cheating yeah, on me? Is, that's what we're really talking about now? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, There's never yeah. no time. First of all, you are out here talking about the mate, my mate, Who's mate, my mate, who chose his mate? I did, right? Okay, cool. So I made her my girl, right? My girlfriend, my wife, my partner, Yeah, I I chose this. This was my decision. Do y'all know how long it took for me to actually make this decision for her to be my girl, my wife, or my, even my mate? So no. Why I say that? Because my mate would know better. Why I say no? Because my mate would check me when I'm slipping. That's why I'm saying no. Because if I took the time to label her or give her the title or even claim her as my girlfriend, then I didn't do that thinking with the wrong head. I'm thinking with the vision that we're talking about, with the vision that we're communicating with the ambition, with the goals and the dreams that we're all trying to do, fulfill and succeed in our own lives. So yeah, if I chose you to be the woman, you're the woman that I want in my life. You're my partner. You're my team. We're going to do this together. I'm getting to know you, you're getting to know me. I know who you are, you know who I am. You know what I'm trying to do. So if I'm not giving you the attention, the affection, um, the love and the care and everything else that you want, require, or need in the household, then guess what, my shorty's gonna let me know straight up, you're what the hell's good with you? You know, she's gonna be okay to talk to me like that and I'm gonna be like, because I trust her, I'm gonna be like, you're right, Ma my fault my fault you 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 know what let me let me try let me because you know what I just, i know pa, i know what you're going through i'm just letting you know like i'm here too i'm okay cool then we could work this out we could work this out so no i'm not going to take responsibility for my mate cheating on me because like how i said she should have came up to me before she even had that thought in her mind why i mean you guys disagree with me or not but one when women cheat on men it's because they no longer love the guy. When when men cheat on women, we can still love the girl. We don't care because this is just it's just a physical act. When a woman is more yeah. of an emotional yeah. attachment. So, when a woman yeah. yeah. is yeah. up to that yeah. level for most women, Listen, I'm talking women, I ain't talking about mm-hmm. little girls. When women get to that decision or that, that time in their life where, like, you know what, I'm okay yeah. to cheat on this man, you lost her. You've been lost her. It's way before the breakup Let's not forget that yeah, so yeah, I'm taking yeah. responsibility No, why? Because my mate would know better yeah. And she would check me when I'm slipping
4: Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Go ahead right. My brother right. I'm right. Right. I'm saying, like,
3: I
5: know, right? Okay, what the right I right there. No Let me you know, break up with me.
4: Oh, break up with
0: me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, right. Uh, I don't right. lie. That's, that's, that's to a good point. Break up. Just I'll go ahead and cut it off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think Shamika was saying that earlier. You know, if, if you're got if you in a situation
5: Shemeika, um, where you see Shemeika this Shemeika is happening, just go ahead and break it off. You know what I'm, what I'm saying? Gonna it, 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 I'm going to repeat it. it for you. What you said, Shamika. you have said, you, said something. You know what? You do not have the privilege to live with your secret and me living a lie right, right. <laughs> that means so much i agree with that a hundred percent yo
4: right.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you, yeah. yeah yeah you you never wanna you never want your what most people say your better half to be out here looking stupid like if you really really care about somebody why would you want them to be out there looking dumb? That, Man, that, right. that makes no sense to me. And um, you know
3: what? At the end of the day, I, I, I like my longest relationship. I gave him almost 10 years. I gave him four children. And guess what? At the end of the, like the, the sixth baby was born. It was, it was our fourth together. One day. He just was like I don't want to do this no more. And I was like, what is this? He was like this, like me, you together, I don't want to do this. Wow. And yeah. And and surprisingly I was like, you know, I could handle it. Because I mm-hmm. kind of already felt us going in separate directions. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I was holding on to, I put the time in, I had the kids, I put the time in and Mm -hmm. I was looking at what I was going to lose, which really wasn't, which which really wasn't nothing. Now that I come to think of it, um, (laughs) but you know, your mind will tell you I'm gonna let him go and then he going to act right for the next woman. And Mm -hmm. as soon as I change my mindset, that he's not going to act right for the next woman. And by the time he does, not saying that he'll never change, Mm. but by the time he does change, you will no longer care. So when he had that conversation with me, you know, his mentally, his bags were packed. This was just him physically packing his bags. And I'm a firm believer in you treat, you train people on how to treat you. And mm-hmm. we have had several instances of where we broke up, but he would still come over and spend the night.
1: Mm-hmm. So when
3: he said that to me, you know, he moved in with another girl. You know, he, he moved in with another woman. And wow. um, that's where he said he would prefer to be. I'm packing my bags because I don't want to do this with you anymore. I still want to do a relationship, but I don't want to do it with you. And yes, we have our children. And yes, we have our history, but this is not where I want to be. And I had to take that. And um, so when he tried his hand, you know, because he did try his hand to try to spend the night. I was like, oh, no, you go where you are happy. And I'm going to tell you something, Erica, he tried his hand. And guess what? After that, that initial no, that was it. We haven't had contact ever since after that. Because he knew that that these were my boundaries. You are no longer you can do whatever you want with any other female on the planet Earth, but there you are no longer allowed to be intimate with me outside of these children. We don't share space, right? You know, right. And so once I got past that, you know, the co-parents and the co-parents in park got real easy. Matter of fact, I think it got too easy because I was dropping off kids on days that it wasn't my days, and girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's two of y'all. <laughs> oh yeah. She can have two and you can have two.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, we, we we down to our last topic, y'all. So we gon' we gonna go out strong. We're gonna kick it off. Under what circumstances could you consider staying with someone who cheated on you? <laughs> Man? I, I, listeners wait before y'all say anything listeners i wish y'all could see the facial expressions i'm seeing right now <laughs> everybody got I mean, this mean, like, look questions. hey now hey <laughs> i'm like
3: i got like two deal breakers me. like two strong <laughs> deal breakers and One of them is if you call me out my name, it's a deal breaker. I've been in a relationship. I've been in in two relationships where that was too frequent and I didn't like it. And by the time I backtracked and I was like, I don't want you calling me that no more. You know what I mean? Like, stop calling me a B. You know, by the time I had gotten to that point, the respect was really non-existent. So it didn't matter. So going forward, I was just like... I'm not going to let anybody, you know, because alongside with you calling me on my name was the physical um, abuse. And I feel like if you got it in you to call me on my name so strongly and so fiercely and so, but at the same time, so effortlessly, then I'm signing myself up for something that I may not want in the long run. So that's a deal breaker for me now. And cheating, cheating is a deal breaker for me. Like, I don't see myself... I think I have I've I have worn out the mat on my back when it comes to the cheating. I think it's, uh, you know, I have forgiven. I have given you space to, you know, come back and be stronger and be better. Only for you to, you know, only for people to, to still come back and, and do me worse than the last time they did me before. You know, the straw broke the camel's back, ain't no more water in the well. The it's dry. I don't have any space for a person to come into my life and build me up and make me feel like I am the one for you to tiptoe, you know, and make somebody else feel like that too.
2: Right, right. How about you so it's a strong note for me? <laughs> Under what circumstances could you find yourself I got to plead the fifth
5: on that one cuz I really I cheating. really don't know. And it's like because me personally <laughs> I've never cheated on nobody. I've I've been in five big major relationships in my whole life and I have never ever cheated on any one of them. Have I tried? Yes, I did try. One time with my first one. Yeah, I tried. And even with the attempt, I couldn't go through with it. I couldn't. I just, my conscience was killing me. I felt dirty. Why did I even put myself in that position? Because I felt vulnerable, because yeah. I was yeah. fighting, we was arguing, whatever. Excuses, excuses, whatever. I just couldn't go through with it. I felt 30 and all that. Right. So me going through that attempt right. <laughs> made me realize, like, hold up. That's not the type of man I am. So I'm not going to even try no more, which is why I take my time to make somebody my girl. This is why I went on that rant earlier. I take my time to make you my girl. Like this is not from one day, oh, we had a great first day. Awesome, great. Let's make it two or three and 10th day on. You know, so I'm taking my time. So I really don't know if under what circumstances I can personally take somebody who betrayed my trust like that. But can I come up with scenarios of why other people would? Of course I can. Um, number one, it could be if you forgave them already. Now, if you forgave them for what they did. By forgiving them, it's not you gonna keep on throwing dirt on your name. It's not why you're gonna keep on um blaming them or accusing them or reminding them of, yeah, that's why you went out there with shorty, or that's why like you didn't you didn't forgive the person if you're still lashing onto them and still projecting your pain. You know, take more time to heal yourself if you wanna take the person back. Like right? again, we're not here to judge or criticize somebody, it's everybody's life, whatever you want to do do it who cares be yourself be happy things like that another thing is to be like um you have said something that i might disagree with you as far as um george as far as a moment of weakness no i actually do agree with you on, on that we all have moments of weakness but moments of weakness do not define the person who we are forget that another thing is have they been loyal now there's a difference between being loyal and faithful yeah, they wasn't faithful. <laughs> we got that. But have they been loyal to you? Have they always been there? Have they been a good friend? Have they been whatever, whatever it is? Let's not just try to label them or, or have a narrow vision of us. Oh, they've been disloyal. I mean, I mean, they have been unfaithful, but they've never been loyal. There's certain situations like that. Oh, now, was it intentional? Was it planned? Was it really a moment of weakness? Or is this something that you've been working? You feel me? Like. You know, from a man's perspective, now, Shorty, is is this a dude you've been hitting up, you've been texting, y'all been talking to, y'all been spending, like, hold up, you've been planning this. like that. Now, if it's a moment, okay, we already talked about the moment, moments of weakness don't define you, but if it's something intentional, something you plan, something that you've been brewing, no, hell no. (laughs)
2: i like that i like that what about you g nope (laughs) (laughs) and and i'm saying that just to say
0: this day nope and and it has nothing to do with the other person it has to do with me so here's the thing once i know that that has happened that is ingrained in my psyche There is no such thing as, oh, you're going to do something to make me think that this won't happen in the future, blah, 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 blah. Because at the end of the day, what's going to happen is that every time you're a little late from getting home from work, you don't call me on your lunch break. You don't have something like that. Then the first thing that comes into my head, regardless of how much I trust you, how much I forgive you, how much I think you're just the apple of my eye, guess what? every time you're five minutes late from calling me, well, she was talking to that dude. Mm. (laughs) And that's going to be, what's going to replay in my head again and again and again. So guess what? If you cheat on me as much as I love you, as much as I understand that it was a, you know, it was a moment of weakness. As much as I understand those things, I can't be with you. Because it's not because of you, but because of me. Because I know that in the future, Anytime you have any type of issue, you might have had a flat tire and couldn't get to our lunch date in time. I'm going to be sitting there thinking, well, you know what? It's probably some dude, she probably put that nail in her tire on purpose just so she could spend time with that dude. And you know what? It doesn't sound like that's That sounds unrealistic, right? No. Yeah, it's not. But that's how your mind play tricks. But that's how you your get- mind is going to start playing tricks on you after that. You know, I I, I dated a girl one time where, you know, she, you know, and I've dated a lot of people. (laughs) So I have a lot of, like, you know, experience in this scenario, unfortunately. But Mm -hmm. I dated a young lady one time where, you know, she was kind of in between me and this, this ex that she had. And I happened to find a text that she had sent to him that has some, you know, rather affectionate things in it. You know, after they completely broke up and she was just so into me and wanted anytime she mentioned, you know, oh well, I gotta stay late at work today. The first thing I thought was, Oh, you stay late. <laughs> that, that's what it is. That's what's going on. that's, that's, that's how it is. You know,
4: and and, you want to sit outside a
0: job. Right. Exactly. You know what? (laughs) Let me go sit outside your job and see where you at. (laughs) You know, but but you know what? For my own security, for my own comfort, I can't put myself through that. Not that you're not that I don't believe what you're saying, but my mind is not going to allow me to believe Mm -hmm. what you're saying at the end of the day. So once you do that, unfortunately, I got to I got to burn that bridge and move on. I hate to say it, but that's just what it is.
2: Well, I love it. And I feel the exact same way. I'm the type of person that my imagination can just take me everywhere. And I just, like once I get a mental picture of something, it's just going to continuously play over in my head. And like you said, every, every time you're late, Every time you say you're not coming home right away, every time something don't go like it's scheduled to go, usually that's what I'm going to be thinking. And um, I just, I've I've been through that in the past to where my tolerance is like, I can't even squeeze my hand tight enough to show you how much tolerance I don't have for okay? <laughs> cheating. Right, right, right. Right. Like once right. is enough, one and you're done. I've right. in my first marriage man it was a continuous 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 cycle in my second marriage it was almost as bad as that but I just didn't stay in it as long the second time as I did the first time um the the straw that broke the camel's back in my second marriage was his ex she had some papers hand delivered to my job five pages of text messages to show me all the conversations she was still having with my ex-husband.
0: Ooh. Yeah. We talked about that. You was awesome. That was
2: that, that old school where she actually had paperwork (laughs) to to show you. Printed out and delivered to my job. And I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that day. I could still see me in the elevator going downstairs, going into the lobby and walking up to the girl and I'm not knowing who she is um she had some random girl come bring me the papers to my job so as I'm opening up the um envelope and reading the letter the girl is gone and I'm going back up to the elevator to go back up to my desk and as I'm reading the the paperwork and I'm seeing I'm recognizing his phone number and the messages And then I'm seeing the messages from her, the dates and the times, what they were talking about, where they were meeting up. And then some of the dates and times were actually times where we were in the house together. Mm. He was in the bedroom. He was in the bedroom texting her while I was in the living room. One of the messages, she actually asked him where I was and he told her. So she knew
0: about you.
2: Oh, yeah yes and she planned that all out to have those papers delivered to me just to show me you think you know and and what it was was when she found out we got married she was pissed off at him because mm. they were gonna get married mm. and but,
3: was living a double life
2: oh yeah very much so and she but she wasn't the only one so afterwards I found other messages from other women where he was talking to them and meeting up with them and but the thing about it was they all knew he was married. All of them knew he was married. Um but when I went home on my lunch break, well it wasn't my lunch break. I told my supervisor I had an emergency at home. I got to go home right now. And um so I went home at that time he had an overnight job, so he would be at home working during um sleeping during the day. While I was at work. So when I came home, he was sitting up in the bed watching TV. And he was like smiling at me like, what you doing here? So I'm like, so I just threw the papers at him. I said, this is what I'm doing here. And he went to reading the papers. And he he couldn't say anything. He was just reading them. And he was just shaking his head just reading the papers, shaking his head. So I'm standing there with my arms folded, like, waiting. Okay. So... Oh, wow. 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 What's going on? He was like, man, this is wild. This is wild. I'm like, no, this is not wild. You're wild. You're wild. So, that was the end of that.
0: Uh, You you scared me for a second. I thought he was going to ask for an ashtray. I (laughs) was (laughs) like...
2: Uh-uh. I was <laughs> it wasn't it was it was to the point where, you know, it wasn't worth it. And right. and as mu- and, and the crazy thing is as much proof as I tried to get on my first husband in my first marriage, I never got good proof like that and I didn't have to go look for it. <laughs> right. Right. It was handed to me. Whew. It was handed to me. And I was like, this is a sign from God because I didn't even go look for this. It found me. And you got to go, sir. You got to go. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Definitely.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, my tolerance for cheating, non-existent, non-existent, because before it ever gets to that point, um, several <laughs> conversations can be had. I can take a person coming to me and just telling me I'm not happy with you anymore or oh, I'm not happy in this relationship. I can take that so much better than finding out that you've been um, you know, dealing with someone else behind my back and I've been all in the whole time and you've right. never been all in. That's what hurts people the most is that I'm all in and then I find out you're not. Um,
3: yeah and, and sometimes you know it makes you I, um, feel
2: like what's the point point?
3: and can I say something to that
2: go ahead go ahead I
3: think um with women we become competitive
2: mm-hmm. so
3: you know I know what the woman looks like you know what I mean and if I'm become a
2: comparison game
3: yep and and Beck Sprint used to have family locator on their phone so you used to could locate the phone
2: neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you was a private I, eye, too. I keep telling y'all,
0: fellas, you, oh. you, you heard Shamika just now? You heard Erica before. Look, y'all, think y'all get away with all this stuff. Look, look, family Listen, locator.
3: I, I, I would put the stuff. family locator on the phone when he was in the shower because it'll notify you that it's been activated and that way I can hit. Uh, I accept. <laughs> <laughs> silence and then I go into the and then you go into the settings and you silence that yeah make sure that it doesn't pop up when you're looking um because it was really created it was really created for your children but yes anyway it it, it (laughs) works
2: for cheating it works for cheating husbands and boyfriends it it, it works for
3: cheating husbands (laughs) and baby
2: baddies listen so have y'all have y'all ever been on instagram have y'all ever seen this ad on Instagram where there's some kind of app or something you can download to your phone to catch yeah. your cheating spouse? I'm like, why are y'all advertising this stuff? Y'all are going to make people get murdered.
4: <laughs> right.
0: Hey, all I'm going to say, fellas, is I'm going to try my best to put the links that they talk about in the description of <laughs> this video so y'all know exactly what's happening so y'all can check y'all phone and be like, Oh, I know my girl put that in here. Mm-hmm. I just want yep.
2: all che- <laughs> all guys that's listening. If you're, you're a cheater, technology is that. not your friend. A lot of
5: men, lot of men um, will mess up on purpose because they want to get let me caught. Because they what don't have did. the courage to <laughs> tell they ain't. You know what?
2: Oh, oh, you think they
0: they're being you know sloppy they're on sure purpose? What? Hey, you know what? You, you just you just spoke some real stuff right there. There's a lot of guys who are in a in, in relationships where they know that that's not the relationship they need to you be know? in. But they don't have the heart to be like, you know what? I need to leave this relationship. You know, wow. because they know that, you know, they love that person, but it's just not where they need to be. So yeah. you know what they'll do? So they'll just uh, allow themselves careless, to, to get caught you know
5: you're here that's the girl's name
2: and 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 see that's a <laughs> <laughs> that's right. that's, a, that's a level of if i if i knew that a man was that cowardly i could never <laughs> ever respect him and that's yeah. how i look at cheating as like a cowardly act like come to me and tell me that you're not Mm -hmm. attracted to me or that you found someone else more attractive or someone else that treats you better or whatever. Tell me be, be a man about it because I feel like that excuse is that, you know, it was a moment of weakness or, you know, however that is to me, I'm still going to look at you like a weak man. And one thing I don't want to do is be in a relationship with a weak man because I want my man to be attractive. I don't want no ugly man. Okay. So right, if right. I have a, a if I have an attractive man, I know that other women are going to want to be with him as well. So I'm gonna need you to be strong enough, sir, to be right. able to handle temptation and put those women in check. So right. if you're right. that That's weak, I, I I can't be with you. Or or devil's advocate here.
0: They might just be scared they go gonna get their butt beat. So they sit there I, like, I, You know what? I, I need to I, leave this girl. I don't think she's gonna fight. let me leave. I don't think she's gonna <laughs> let me leave. Like, I'm not even cheating on her. Let me put somebody <laughs> in my phone right quick. Because, uh uh-uh. I'm, you know, do I'm do like, you know, I right. think it's working out. Look, you done seen some of the movies where the girls be like, Look, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you know?
4: Well, that's you know you what know what what we dude. That's, 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 that's very
0: true. Yeah, I used to say that was fake, but I've seen scenarios like that where guys would be like, "You know what?" I've been work in out. a
3: scenario where I was the decoy, and I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm if I had like a. At first, I was kind of like, okay, so at first I didn't know about the girlfriend, right? So nobody knew about the girlfriend. The girlfriend, the only person that knew about the girlfriend was the girlfriend, right? And and him. <laughs> nobody else knew that this relationship was still intact so then you know you fast forward and here it is this relationship is being presented to you okay so you're t- so the woman you're telling me that this is a relationship but I go back to the source and the source is telling me that it's not a relationship so now we compete because I don't have to listen to what you're saying because you're on the opposing end he's telling me. That y'all are not in a relationship. Every time I come over to your house, it, there's no evidence that y'all are in a relationship. Matter of fact, I'm welcome in the house. You know what I mean? We're mm-hmm. hanging out. We're spending time. If I want to call him at twelve o'clock noon or twelve o'clock midnight, I'm I'm able to do that. You know, there's no mm-hmm. real evidence that you are in a relationship. So mm-hmm. that becomes a problem because now the whole time they really are in a relationship. You know, and I'm like the decoy. And if I could play my position right, you know, maybe this woman will flee. But the truth of the matter is, when two women are competing, we compete until we so win. So, no, nobody's going. Nobody's going to flee there. We're we going to we're going to battle it out until, you know, the last woman is standing. And that's the truth of the matter. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to lead to a physical altercation. You know what I mean? Because then you find yourself being more sexually expressive. Like, I bet she ain't doing this. So I'm going to go ahead and do this, you know? Or I bet she's not, you know? And, and it all, it, for real, for real, it all goes back to how you really feel about yourself. You know what I mean? Right. So now I'm lessening and I'm degrading myself,
5: right. you know,
3: right. to compete. When for real, for real, if this man loved me, and it's he not really a prize a to be, be won. This woman wouldn't exist.
2: No, nobody's <laughs> winning at the end of that scenario. If
3: somebody is oh winning. God, he is him, there. definitely is winning, honey. He right. is winning, honey. He is.
2: Yeah, he he's is the the only one winning. winning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he and yeah, his are winning like, on both I ends. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, guys. I'll tell you this though. After a while, it's not about you anymore it could be it's any guy woman. It's, it's about, about woman. the other woman so i mean if you're that type of guy where you don't care if they don't care about you then maybe you might feel like you winning in that scenario but really neither one of these women wants you they just want to but prove the, a point to the other woman depending on well, what we, we want him you are him. in your life we want oh, him, as, proof. Like... We want we, him we, as we want him as proof we, that you know we beat
3: her safe. But right. no, let me tell you. Because once you've once you have fought the race to get the prize, you want the prize. You, you <laughs> yeah, want the
2: prize.
3: I, no, no, no. No, saying, it, no, he might not. No, morally, I in a
2: situation where after I felt like the other woman was out of the picture, I ain't really want him no more. <laughs> you know, but and and that hey. and,
3: and, and that can be on. That's two Was over. You know, and that's that's twofold because I've been in a situation where I don't won and I lost, and I'll be like, uh, because right now, yeah,
2: now <laughs> I'm thinking she's really got it better than me because now I'm stuck with him, and he I don't did all this to get him, and he not really no prize. I wish I would have let her have him.
0: Hey, all of you young guys that are out there that are going through this scenario right now—you still buff, you still got a little person- <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. If you see two women doing this, and you you like, hey, this sounds familiar. Enjoy it while you can, because eventually they go catch on, and it's gonna be curtains for you, dog. <laughs>
3: hey, either that, or he gonna be extremely go tired. Two women
2: <laughs> <laughs> not <a hit> competing. <laughs> that's that's you know that that's. That's one question that I asked my ex-husband. I was like, isn't it stressful to deal with more than one woman and try to make sure they never run into each other, try to make sure they never find out about each other, you know, try to make sure you're saying the right name at the right, right time? time? Yeah, that's Ain't that stressful? They don't care. Girl,
3: you know I was what? in the mall with my... my my kid's father, we were walking the mall shopping for the kids, just me and him. And this girl walks up to him and she's like, Oh, it's like that, and throws this big soda. She had like a Cinnabon uniform on. I'm like, You cheating on me with the Cinnabon girl? I got like a whole Yeah. He wanna get free buns. He made and I'm looking at him like she makes Cinnabons. He wants free you know buns.
0: What? I need to follow you, Shamika, when I do my TikTok videos.
4: <laughs> because i was just trying to. That'd wow. be perfect. <laughs> he
3: like perfect. my and I, I, all I could do was after she launched that soda and he was dripping wet and I'm just standing there. My only thing was, yeah, you are cheating. But my my whole my entire position was, she makes cinnabon, and you have yet to bring home any of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like yeah, well, you know what? That's messed up. If he's not bringing home no Cinnabons, you know, he's not at all. Not
4: even, a single. Not even a single. For real, you could have been bringing <laughs> home a
3: single, but not even a single. Like <laughs> she not threw this whole soda at you. She flipped cinnabuns. This is what you're out here doing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> with you because I don't know that. The pretzel
4: girl
3: is going to hurt someone there, that? It.
5: Cake. You ain't know he was talking about cinnamon.
4: That's how
5: y'all it. Right.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> You're not trying to lie in the situation, guys. That's <laughs> what <laughs> 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 <So, laughs> I'm talking about. Right.
4: I'm just out to get that cake.
0: Getting that cake. <laughs> getting that cake. She said he said he's getting that bread. You know what
4: I'm saying? Pretty friend. <laughs> <laughs> With a little cinnamon on it. It's <laughs> <Get> that on <dope>. it. <laughs> 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 right. I ain't have to tell you about the oh, cinnamon man. bottom I'm oh, getting good. the
2: dough. <laughs> I ain't fooling it, all y'all. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed tonight's conversation as much as we enjoyed participating in it. I want to give another shout out to my girl, Shabika. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Stitch.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. You can find Stitch Y'all go check out Stitch on on Brutally Honest. He got a podcast. On um, Brutally Ronald Honest
5: Unfiltered. You guys can check that out every Tuesday at 8 o'clock Stitch. directly and exclusively on Facebook Live. On YouTube is also Brutally Honest Unfiltered. On Anchor Podcast is Brutally Honest Raw. Yeah. You guys can follow me on Stitches underscore NBC where I update and upload every week about a minute clip from the highlights from every show that we do every week.
2: <laughs> yeah, his his oh, his, his podcast go, and his lives are very dope. I tune in every week. I love. Yep, them. Yep, I, they are. I, I, yeah, they I, are. They brutally honest. They brutally honest. I love right. it. Shamika, tell right. the people where they can connect with you and find you. Um, I'm on Facebook at
3: Shamika S C H E M E K A and. If you pull it up that way, you actually come right up. My last name, B-O-W-R-I-N. Um on Instagram, Shamika, same spelling, underscore Carolyn. Um, and I also um I am on Snapchat, but I can't remember. That's the not name. it.
2: No, <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't use my, I don't use my Snapchat yeah. a lot either. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not good. Well, Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Gator, you want to holler at the people before we sign off?
0: Before we sign off, I want to let everybody know that, you know, right now, keep staying safe, keep staying at home, making sure that, you know, you're looking out not just for you and your family, but everybody else's family. I'm going to tell you right now, I got a son down there in Louisiana who's seven years old and got asthma, so I would appreciate it if you stay your butt at home and Mm -hmm. keep You know, any type of virus, any type of sickness from coming towards my family. I appreciate y'all and I thank y'all for listening to Dope Discussions.
2: Y'all stay safe, stay disinfected, and don't go out there infecting other folks because we want to get back to at least a semblance of a normal life. I really don't believe that life is ever going to be the same after this event. It's going to be a new normal. We need to be able to roll with the punches, be able to adapt and adjust and get back to life and get back to loving and get back to spreading the positivity. Thank you all for tuning in and good night, everybody.